0: Listening to Irish beats with Rob O'Connor on this miserable Sunday evening, and um, we've just heard a track there that I suppose speaks volumes. It's "Begging for Rain" from Eve Bell, and that it can be found on her brand new album "In Between Moments," that was released uh, just over two weeks ago. And I'm delighted to have Eve on the line. I was speaking to you a few months back, and uh, you mentioned that an album was in the offing, and here we are now with the album actually existing out there in the world. How does it feel to release an album when all the usual avenues for promotion are closed to you?
1: It's um, extremely daunting. It, like, I'm, I know coming up to the release, it was just so nerve-wracking. I was just, every time I thought about it, I, you know, I was getting really, really nervous. And, um, and I guess now that it's out, it's it's still very strange to kind of not be able to gig, to not be able to like have kind of shows lined up right now. But it's um, in a way, it's a huge relief to kind of have it out there. And the amount of support has just been so incredible to me. Um, and that is, has just really kind of reaffirmed my sort of confidence in, in the album. And, you know, I, I'm extremely, extremely grateful for just the amount of support and Um, just people getting in touch and listening to it and sharing it it's just been so so lovely Um, and in a way I feel like you know you really learn to appreciate the the little things like reaching out and making those gestures and in a time like this where it's it's that bit harder for people to do it and the the fact that people have still been making that effort to, to share it and who've been really enjoying it you know that's been incredible for me. Um, so I guess there's there's silver linings if, if you want to see them. I guess.
0: Yeah, I suppose that your your, your focus must be on things that would not normally go noticed at this time for example when an individual might write something nice or, or or share something online that you probably if you were gigging and you were touring or another place you probably wouldn't have time to be looking at that kind of stuff um, so I suppose that I can understand where you're coming from come here I want to ask you about a phrase and I want you to try and describe it for me because I've seen it used um, to I suppose describe your music a few times and I'm not sure exactly what it means I have an idea but I'd rather hear it from you so there's this term sad bop well, yes. Could you elaborate on what sad bop means, Eve?
1: So when, when I'm writing music, I, I always find that what inspires me the most to write are like the saddest times in, in my life. Um, and that was always kind of how I went about the songwriting process. But after a while, you know, when you're writing sad song after sad song after sad song, they tend to be a bit slow. They tend to be a bit downbeat. And that was just something I wanted to change a little bit. So I wanted to keep the subject matter but have them be a little bit more upbeat, like have them be something you can dance to and maybe have a little bit of humour in there. And I've kind of learned to laugh at myself and learned to laugh at like how I I tend to focus so much on all these sad things in my songwriting. And that, I I suppose, was the birth of the sad bop in a way. It was a a bit of... um, Wanting to keep that that lyrical focus on like these really intense moments, but also wanting it to be something that's fun to listen to and fun to perform. Um, so I think I think that's what what sums up the sad bop in uh, in in short.
0: Do you know? Well, this is really I, I'm finding this incredibly interesting um, because I I was going to ask you about who you take inspiration from, okay? And the kind of the lazy music head in me was going to say somebody like Sigrid or Christine and the Queens, right, because I'm immediately jumping on that kind of sparse, electronic-y um, kind of vibe. I, I, know, I know I probably shouldn't make that comparison and it is a kind of a lazy one, but I'll do it anyway. But now that you've said that, I'm actually thinking Eve Bell is a bit more like Robert Smith from The Cure. Now, Production wise, oh my you know, well, no, no, but, but it's just, it's just in, in <laughs> That's <a great>
1: compliment. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, no, don't worry, I, I'll cut the back off you in a moment. Uh, but but what I mean is, in, in that, you know, the, the cure always had that, was it the happy, sad it was described as, you know, where yeah. we're singing about something very sad or, or downbeat, but it's wrapped up in a bow and you can dance to it. So even though the production of, Eve Bell's music and The, the, the Cure I, I don't think there's a huge amount of crossover there um, yeah. but that's fine because a lot of The Cure stuff was done 30 years ago and you probably weren't even born then <laughs> so uh, but It's weird
1: that you say that because I wouldn't have made the connection to myself but I have listened to them quite a lot over the past couple of years so maybe there is a certain amount of that you know oh. being able to kind of connect with the lyrics while sort of bopping away at the same time
0: Yeah there you go so I mean that's yeah. again I was talking to a musician there uh, last week Ollie Cole about his new album um, and we, we were discussing kind of songwriting lineage and the way that ideas from one song can find their way into your song without even realising it you know when it comes to yeah. osmosis and I'm just wondering is something because like, I, I didn't know you listened, you were listening to The Cure and I wonder if just some of those, those ideas and those vibes have rubbed off on you and again uh, if it's The Cure I'd take it you know <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: I, I mean I do think it's inevitable like As a musician, you're obviously going to be soaking up all of these things from the songs you listen to and you're constantly learning and constantly your ideas are developing and your songwriting is developing so yeah I mean I think it's inevitable when you listen to something a lot it's going to shape the way that you write and the way that you think
0: mm. Listen let's let's have a listen to another track and we'll come back because I want to ask you about some of the production um, elements of the record and how you went about making it uh, This is the current single from uh, Eve Bell's album In Between Moments This is called Bluff uh, We're having a chat with Eve Bell and uh, we'll have a listen to this and we'll come back and we'll find out more about the record and what went into making it in just a few moments
1: You're calling, you never will I'm all dressed up with some time to kill Mm I was away just overthinking all the things I could say
0: Because I'm scared that I'll blow this You don't even notice you just heard Bluff. That's the current single from Eve Bell. Uh, that's also to be found on her new album In Between Moments. It's her debut album uh, released on Rubyworks Records and it uh, came out on the 23rd of October. And I have Eve on the line and we're chatting about Life, the Universe and everything. Uh, I've just... Uh, maybe insulted her by comparing her to The Cure uh, but uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd certainly take it. Um, right, come here, listen I, I'd like to ask you about the kind of the production side of things. Now um, I, I was look, just looking at some of the notes Now, I don't have a physical copy of the album right so I don't have the the production credits and all of the, the, the kind of the blurbs and stuff there. I do know that that's a co-write with Christy Leach from Le Boom. How much of the how much of the album is a collaborative effort
1: Well, I think a lot of the songs are ones that I would have written on my own. And a lot of the songs are, you know, it's maybe I'd say like, you know, 60, 40, my own songs and then co-writes. But I think in terms of production, um, so I work with this really fantastic producer over in London called Fred Cox, and he is just fantastic at what he does. And I've been working with him for a few years now, and I think through that work and relationship I, I've been a lot become a lot more confident in the studio. So, mm. I mean, I guess you know, there's a few songs on there that are sort of co-writes and collabs with different people. Like working with Christy on Bluff, um, that was you know sort of me out of my comfort zone and everything. But even even in co-writes now, I think from coming from a place of a lot more musical confidence um, has allowed me to kind of be myself in my own music a lot more. So, mm. yeah, I guess there there's a there's a bit of um, collaboration on the, on the album but I, I feel like it's I'm more myself on this album than I have been before as
0: well One of the things that I've noticed about the album is, as I've kind of tried to I suppose listen critically to the tracks, you know like I mean you listen to something at a surface level and you enjoy it but then you kind of say right let's try and picture what's going on here and one of the things I notice about the tracks is that there's never more than maybe three things Playing. There's never about more than three things, instru- three instruments playing. And that allows your voice to come to the, you know, it's front and centre on most of the tracks. I mean, even there on um, uh, Bluff, there's, there's a finger click that's actually quite prominent. But there's you know, there's other, it, what I find really interesting, and you're talking about confidence, is that you're letting your voice come through and not trying to drown it out with a million, you know, 600 synth lines and a big dirty guitar over the top of it as well. Uh, And and that is that is a hard thing to do, you know.
1: I mean, I think I started off acoustically, you know, that's where I kind of have my roots. Mm. And even now that I'm kind of in the studio, I'm I'm very confident to kind of try new things and explore new avenues sonically. It always will come back to the, the writing for me. And it's I write these songs alone in my room with my guitar and that's where they start. That's the blueprint. So even when they're a finished product, I I am reluctant to lose the essence of the song. And the essence of the song, in in my opinion, is is my vocal and the lyrics, because that's where it started. Um, And I don't want it to change into this entirely different beast from the organic kind of product at the beginning of the whole songwriting process. So, yeah, I guess it it is something that I don't want to distort it too much away from from that original thought, the original idea that, that the song was.
0: Mm, Yeah, I mean, I think it's great because, you know, because this is your debut album. Okay, now I know, look, you've been releasing things for a while now, but it it is your first album, which is a big kind of a marker. You know, I I don't care who you are. I know people say the album is dead. Anytime I talk to a musician, they always say they want to do the album. Never mind the EPs, never mind the singles. It's the album is the thing. Uh, I suppose it's a collection. It's a body of work. But particularly for somebody with the first album or, or early releases, there's often this instinct to whenever there's a sonic gap fill it with something you know and, and that can work out really well but it also means that maybe not everything gets a chance to breathe and that's the thing that has really struck me about, about the songs about the album um, in between moments that the, the voice is there front and centre and you're not drowning it out with uh, with with synthesizers and beats and and whatever you're having yourself. I I do think that's really really interesting. It's funny actually you mentioned about the kind of things starting off with just you playing the guitar because um, there's a track towards the end of the album, the "Keeping You Safe." And like, yes. if you didn't tell me any better, I'd say, geez, that could just be on any, you know, that that could be like from a, a traditional singer-songwriter kind of a vibe. Do you know what I mean? Um, is there an acoustic troubadour inside Eve Bell wanting to break out?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it's where I started. It's it's when I'm performing on my own, that's kind of what, what I lean towards. And I feel like, you know, there is, being a songwriter and being, you know, sort of, that's where I, I kind of found my feet, was was on in acoustic performance and just me and the guitar. So I think, you know, there are a couple of tracks on the album that are that bit more stripped back, that are that bit more reliant on kind of just the guitar and my voice. Mm. And yeah, I think that's always going to be really an integral part of, of me and what I do. And it's sort of just a matter of, you know learning to marry that with the kind of more pop sound I guess now that I've leaned into and finding that middle ground and finding space for both of those aspects in in my music.
0: Well, the album In Between Moments from Eve Bell, it's available now. Um you'll find it on all your usual places. Uh there's physical copies available too, aren't there Eve?
1: I think so. I think you're able to order them.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. If you just go online there, you'll find them. Uh, I know the record shops are shut at the moment, but uh, online shops are available um, and even some of the, the local shops are selling stuff uh, through Click and Collect and all of that kind of stuff. So if you're looking to hear a, a I would say, a melding of traditional songwriting with electronic sensibilities, you could do a lot worse than check out In Between Moments by Eve Bell. Uh, it's a great record, I congratulate you on it, and I would love to go and see you live, uh, but we can't do that at the moment. But hopefully, uh, we'll be able to do it before too long. Eve, thanks so much Fingers for the pass. chats today. Um, I wish you all the best, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you
1: soon, thanks for
0: having me. I drink to get away with it. you know, and i, try. I was sober.